The Yankees have to do something about Estevan Florial. Do they believe he'll be a major leaguer or not? Let's figure it out on today's Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to Locked on Yankees, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. Thank you for joining us today. I am joined by my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, how are we Hello. doing today? Hello. Oh, we're doing great. I'm yeah. I'm very excited to talk about Flo. I feel like his case is very interesting. Um, we'll get into it. I'm very I'm curious to see where you land on this as well. I have my thoughts, but I'm curious to see where you land. Yeah, and I'm very excited to hear your thoughts. Before we get into everything, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So we're talking about Estevan Florial. Does he have a role on the team? And if he doesn't have a role on the team, where does he go? <laughs> because he doesn't have options left. So it's kind of he has to make the team or... He's going to become one of those guys who uh, probably gets claimed by another team and then hits 400 against the Yankees for the rest of his career, which could be a cool thing for him. <laughs> would be, I'm sure it would feel very, very sweet for him. Mm -hmm. uh, we we polled some of our viewers here over on our YouTube side. Um, we asked, what should the New York Yankees do with Estevan Florial? Putting call him up, trade him before the season, or of course, uh, put him on waivers and DFA him. Uh, 31% saying call him up and let him be on the roster. 61% trade him before the season and then 8% saying DFA him. Uh, the Twitter side of things was relatively the same. Calling him up 38.9, trading him before the season 55.6, and then DFAing him and seeing what happens, aka waiver wire, see what happens there. If they can hang on to him, 5.6%. Uh, so do you think that this is representative? This is about just shy of 100 votes, Stacey. Do you think this is representative as the Yankee fan base as a whole? What do you, what are your impressions of how the fan base feels about Esteban? I feel like they don't know enough about him. They've seen him in bits and pieces, and it was a little more steady in 2021 where he played a string of games together, and he actually started those games. And I feel like with Yankee fans for better or worse, they like to focus on one number and it always has to be the bad number. So what they see when they go to baseball reference is they'll see in 2022, he only batted 097 and dismiss him for that. While in 2021, in 11, it was only 11 games in 2021, but he played them in a string from July 20th to the 24th and July 28th and 29th, he started six of those games, completed five of them. And there were other games that he played in the year, but that little stretch, he did really well. And he got hits most of the time, at least one during the games that he played. But in 2022, he played nine games from September 4th to September 13th, only started and completed two of them. Now, one of them was a 12 inning game, but the rest of them, he was coming in to finish a game, coming in in the seventh, coming in in the eighth, and it wasn't very steady for him. So I feel like they're judging him on that one number because he doesn't play steadily. I feel like he can do better if he plays steadily. I don't disagree with you there. Um, so we're going to break this down in a couple of ways. First, we're going to drop the case to add him to the major league roster 
And then in our second segment coming up in a few minutes, we'll we'll drop in and, and go on the negative side and say, hey, this is what they shouldn't do. They shouldn't bring him up. Just trade him, get him out of the system, and, and see what they can get for him. Yeah. Um, so to your point of adding him to the roster, do you think more consistent playtime in the bigs? And, I, and this is lofty that he would even get that at this point. Right. Um, but do you think that would make a, a, a big enough difference to where you can contribute on an everyday role? I think so. Um, I feel like, I mean, I know if he did come up, he would probably be the fourth outfielder, which means he wouldn't, it wouldn't be, you know, consistently starting, but at least he would know that he had a role. I think knowing you have a role and knowing what it is, is better than coming up and kind of the Yankees willy nilly being, okay, you're going to play here. You're going to play here. If you know what your role is and they prepare you for it, I think that you play better because you understand what you need to do to prepare does that make sense yes so watching him last season with the rail riders he really hit a stride the strikeout rate was still high and, and i'm going to detail that a little bit in the second segment uh but overall play he is very like he's just like a leader and, and a quiet leader he, he's not like a guy that's going to be screaming and yelling the whole time but he is just straight up going to play well He's going to man the outfield well. He played center really well. Um, and the competition level for him right now makes things more difficult. And I think what makes it the most difficult was adding Bader. Right. Once Bader got added, that felt like the beginning of the end for me for Flo. Mm. It was the beginning of the end for Miguel and Duhar uh, as soon as they added Bader. And we all knew that. The second we saw Bader, we went, that's it for Miggy. Yeah. We're done with him. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like that is having some of an effect on Florial. He's battling with Hicks. He's batting with Rafael Ortega and Willie Calhoun, and he's battling with, weirdly enough, Oswaldo Cabrera, who has now leapfrogged him, um, maybe potentially in the eyes of the Yankees. The having 26 men makes it easier in theory to put him on the major league roster. Does he stick? He had, he would have to make his case. And yeah. he would have to get playing time for that to happen. He can't be the 27th man on a doubleheader all the time, right? That kept right. happening to him. Mm -hmm. It's tricky. It's tricky. I really, really like him as a major league player. But with Stanton and Judge and Bader, and then with the Hicks contract where the Yankees right. aren't ready to give up, it's hard to see a spot where Flo fits without injuries. Without injuries. Right. I want him to. I really like him. Yeah. I, I I just don't know if the Yankees have a spot for him because yeah. he seems like a player who, who has to have consistent playing time in order to excel. And I just don't think the Yankees are going to give him that. Yeah. So maybe it would be better off for him just for his career. Like, I mean, as much as you want to stay being a Yankee, because you know, most guys do when they come up with them, they want to stay and be with them, but it doesn't always work out that way. Um, but yeah, that, Ugh. And the the Oswald Oswaldo Cabrera thing. It's not just that he played; like, they put him in the outfield, not expecting him to do as well as he did in the outfield, and he plays other positions pretty well. So he has more of a variety, I guess, and a better chance of making the roster because they can slot him into so many spaces. If, God forbid, someone gets injured, and Floreal doesn't have that.
The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So in segment one, we almost kind of made the case for what we wanted to talk about in the second segment, which was <laughs> the case to trade him or DFA him and see what happens. Um, you know, if he goes to waivers, any team can claim him. And do the Yankees have a need? Sort of. Uh, but there's not really anything out there right now that they can get for any need that they have. Um Let's let's lay out the needs. What what do you in in your head like? Where are the Yankees lacking? Uh, I, I know they're lacking like in a straight up true bona fide closer. Yeah. Um, I think there's a case to make that there are enough guys that could fill that role. Um, right. But w- where do you see the holes right now? If the Yankees were to try and trade flow. Yeah, I feel like that closer spot they could do a round robin of guys because there are a few guys who have closed out games and experience that in the bullpen, you know, no one expected what Clay Holmes did last season. And for the first half, he was unbelievable, but he kind of fell back to earth (laughs) second half and heading into the playoffs. And I feel like he's not a bona fide closer. He'd be great in the bullpen, but maybe not as the closer. They have a number of options there. You know, I always wanted Jonathan Luizaga to become a closer because I felt like he had the stuff to do that. And without a role as Chapman there anymore, I felt like he could have stepped into that. And you never know, he could possibly do that. But I feel like there aren't re- um, many, there aren't any real free agent relievers left out there. I looked at the list of who's still there and it's not anyone that any teams would really want, obviously, because it's spring training and none of them have been signed. Some of those names I was looking at, you know how I can't stop making faces. And I was just like, ooh looking at the list of guys who are left um there's really nothing out there and i'm trying to think of teams that they could even partner up in a trade with and i can't really think of anyone so i think they're gonna have to go internally which is what the yankees love doing kind of like the left fielder situation uh i think that yeah i think they're gonna mm, i think it might be a waiver situation i don't see a trade happening it's it's hard because like the value of Florial, I would put him higher than Miguel was. Mm. I put him in a higher value than Miggy was. I love Miggy. I thought he was a great player, and I think he still is a great player. and And I hope he, I hope he has a good major league career. I think he deserves that. And I think Florial deserves a legitimate shot at a major league spot. It's just again, I don't think there's a spot for him. If the Hicks contract wasn't as long. If it were to end maybe next year, then I think they're a better chance. But for a few more years, Hicks is around. Yeah. And the Yankees aren't just not going to part ways with him. Just that's mm-hmm. the reality of it. Even if Florial potentially could project to be better. 
um, which I don't know if he does, to be fair. I, right. I think he's kind of a hard player to project because of the inconsistent major league time he's had. When he was playing with the Rail Riders last season, in the middle of that summer, in July, he was otherworldly. And we all went, this is it. We were all talking about flow. Like, every day we're going, is he going to be in the lineup today? Like, <laughs> with how like, remember, this is roughly starting to get to the time where the Yankees are starting to kind of, you know, hit that little negative side of things right before the All-Star break. Yeah. And we're like, I, I, Flo would be a great addition. He would be a great addition. Everyone's calling for Peraza. Everyone's calling, well, Cabrera was still hurt at the time, but everyone was calling for Peraza. And I'm like, you guys are overlooking Flo. And people started calling for Andujar. And I was like, yeah, man, Miggy, Miggy's playing really well right now, too. The Rail Riders are playing really well at the time. Right. So a trade for Flo, like, he is not the main part of it. Right. I think a trade for Florial includes, and this is going to sting, Peraza. Labor? Oh, Peraza. Cabrera, something like that where it's like, okay, we're going to give you this prospect, take flow, and give us, you know, insert closer here. Right. You know, that <laughs> kind that kind of deal seems, you know, and it's like bona fide closer, just big closer. Or... Yeah. Or to set up man and a prospect, like something like that along those lines. Because it's not like they have holes in the infield either. They have a surplus on the infield. Yeah. So you're not going to be trading for a first baseman. You're not trading for a shortstop. You're sure as hell not trading for a shortstop right now. Maybe a catcher. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like, you don't need a DH. Like, you're everyone's fighting for DH spots yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is a good problem for the Yankees. It's a bad problem for Floreal because he's the odd man out. Yeah. And it's a bummer. It's a bummer for him. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I. It's hard to find a trade partner in this regard. I think, if if anything, he's a he's a throw-in. And, uh, you know, thank you for your, for your service. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing for the yeah. Yankees. I, and he's still I, relatively I, young. He's 25. Yeah, like, you know, he that, hasn't even hit his lost. like prime yet. <laughs> no, that gets lost that he's only 25. Yeah. He's he's a pro, man. He's a pro ball player. Is he an all-star? I don't know. I, I, I right. don't think so. Um, It's just the Bader move kind of screwed yeah. it all up. It really yeah. threw a wrench into the system, Um, and it's just really not fair for him. Yeah, the Bader trade was weird when it happened. I remember covering it and being like, why are they trading for someone hurt and getting rid of Jordan Montgomery? And I didn't get it. And then I saw him play in the playoffs and I got it. <laughs> I saw him play. Actually, I saw him play in those few games leading up to the playoffs and then saw him in the playoffs. He had a triple in uh, Wednesday's spring training game. Not that that means anything, but it's just fun to see him speeding around the bases. And I can see why the Yankees got him because, you know, we keep talking about the word bona fide. He's a bona fide center fielder. It is a pleasure to watch him work because he knows how to set his feet while the ball's in the air and he's already thinking about what he's doing. It's just, it's a pleasure to watch him. And I get why the Yankees made that move, but yeah, it really does screw Floreal a bit there. But as we said, he's only 25. If he gets to another team, gets consistent playing time, will he be an all-star? Maybe not, but he'd be a solid addition to a team and I'd be very excited for him for that to happen. But yeah, I've just, I feel like he's paid his dues enough and I feel like he should be the fourth outfielder. I just feel bad for him at this point. 
if he goes to waivers, he will get claimed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where yeah. he's at. It's not like, oh, they put him on. Like, if the, if he doesn't make the major league roster, he will not be with the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Someone will pick case. him up. Yeah. Someone will 100% pick him up. Like, like the Reds or like some, some, like the Pirates, like somebody in the Central, like the, the Twins would, you know, venture a guess there. Like, there's a lot of teams that would be like, yeah, I, I would love to give Floreal a chance in my system. Uh, yeah. There's probably like 20 teams out there that would be potentially interested in getting him for nothing, like <laughs> like right. 100% and just giving him a chance. Uh, so if he does not make camp, it's over. That's it. Yeah. yeah. There's, I, I don't foresee a future where he goes to waivers, no one claims him, and he goes to the Rail Riders. Right. Yeah. Someone will pick him up. He's not one of those guys. You know, there's some guys when they go to waivers, you expect you're like, no one's going to pick them up. It's fine. They'll be back. And if it, he's because if they picked up Miggy, right, yeah. that's like the most recent comparison we have. If if the Pirates pick up Miggy, Flo is Miggy, but can go the opposite way as a left handed bat is a better defender and is faster. Yeah. So like. Miggy, maybe I'll give him one more point on the strength. He's stronger than Flo, but that's yeah. no knock on Flo. That's just because <laughs> Miggy's a freaking nature. So yeah. he Flo offers more as a baseball player, as a whole package, than Miggy did. So yeah. if Miggy got claimed, Flo's claimed. Mm -hmm. It would be kind of funny if they both ended up with the Pirates. Just saying, because, you know, the Pirates and the Yankees, there's always that, like, pipeline. Either trades are being made or they pick them up and... You know how nutting doesn't even like paying for people. So yeah, that would be perfect for the pirates. <laughs>we see him going though right this feels bad because we were all you know we were talking about this and oh i remember what i wanted to say when we were talking about preparing for this episode and we were going through some of the stuff when we realized how long the hicks contract was because i remember it happening but we both thought it happened longer ago than it actually did and when we realized he's gonna be here for a really long time still it's only 2023 and that thing goes to what was it 2026 and 26. we were just completely gobsmacked by that <laughs> just like oh that's right i forgot and when you reminded me my first thought was jacoby ellsbury i was like all oh, right another bad seven-year contract that the yankees are um hamstrung by and that's what's going to hurt floreal now hicks has a chance to make something happen this year and all eyes are on him i feel like he has probably you know because i know that there are some guys like john donaldson and you know other people that have a lot of eyes on them and the kids fighting for the shortstop but i feel like aaron hicks really has like every eye on him and he really needs yeah. to step up because if he doesn't he's in big trouble <laughs> what do you think it would take for aaron hicks to be a confident fourth outfielder because he's not going to be the third outfielder unless someone gets hurt right, right. he's not going to play left or right or whatever he sure isn't going to center like what what in your mind is good enough for hicks to where you don't feel uncomfortable with him starting against whatever when stan needs a day off or like what's comfortable for you numbers wise say it's midsummer I mean, you know, when you look at his numbers from last year, you're just like, whoa. I mean, it was really bad. Um, he couldn't hit for power. He did occasionally, but he just looked awful from both sides of the plate. And he just looked off the entire way. And 
I mean, if you could get two sixty to like two seventy five. Exactly, yep, that's exactly know, what I was thinking. Two sixty. Two sixty. Yeah, like two sixty would be okay. You know, and I'm hoping maybe the shift ban might help maybe. also. You that's know. a decent idea. Yeah. 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 Two sixty is the number I the first thing I thought of when I asked that question was two sixty. So I think Yeah, because you don't want to go like too that. high with batting average with these guys because of uh just the way the game has changed and you know not that you need to discount batting average, but it's just changed so much that you look at the other numbers. Um, I would like to see him hit for more power, though, um, because he can. You know he can. You've seen him do it. And it would just be nice for him to get a little more consistent in that aspect as well. I don't think you're anticipating Matt Carpenter, right? No. No, that was insane. Well, maybe not anticipating. You, you shouldn't be realistically wanting that. That was right. just freak of nature. Like, that was just like, What? That was lucky. What a lucky signing. I don't think you should anticipate that slash expect that. You want that. That's not going to happen. No. No. Just expect him to be better than last year because last year was just so bad. Um, again, 260, maybe hit a little more with, more with power and consistent from both sides of the plate would be nice. And when he's playing in the fourth outfield spot, that he doesn't forget how to, how to play the position like he did in that one glorious game that was, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It felt like watching Chuck Knobloch against the uh, Cleveland again from 1998. It was just, <laughs> I couldn't believe what I saw. So yeah, I, I just feel like he wasn't there mentally. And he said that uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was an athletic article about it and how it just wasn't fun for him. And when you're struggling from both sides of the game, like you can't play defense and you can't hit, it's just going to be a slog for you the entire season. And that's what it was for him. So I feel like he needs to get off to a consistent start. Even that would help. Just being consistent. He doesn't need to come out and be Aaron Judge. Like just come out, hit, get one hit a game, maybe two, maybe a big hit, you know, someone on second, drive him in. That'll get the fans back on your side. This will be my last question for you and my last question for the day. Mm -hmm. Let's let's play in this world where somehow, some way, Florial is actually still in the system with the Rail Riders this season. And he's performing like how he did in 2022. The strikeouts mm -hmm. are still there. The power numbers are good, not great. The power numbers are there. He gets hot every now and then. He's in the leadoff spot. Like, not much has changed. Maybe he's slightly better than 2022. How bad would, with no injuries, would Aaron Hicks have to be for him to be, however, let go, traded, whatever, whatever it ends up being? How bad would that have to be for him to be gone and Florial to get the call? I feel like if he played as bad as he did last season, I feel like the same level of play would get him to be gone because it was just atrociously bad. He had that one big home run against, um, Houston in that series that the Yankees split. Um, and it felt like maybe he was turning a corner there. And, you know, I even warned on the show last year before the season started, I said, he's coming back from a wrist injury. Don't expect him to start off right away. He's going to have to get used to playing again. And you know, the wrist wrist is very risky, but I feel like if he's as bad as he was last year, that could be the, uh, the, threshold is that the word like that's the spot right there because he was just lost everywhere and if he's that bad again yeah I feel like that could be the end for Aaron Hicks and maybe the beginning for Floreal 
as a more consistent presence on the New York Yankees. For tomorrow, we would like for you to drop your questions for us in the YouTube comments because we're starting a new mailbag segment on our Friday show moving forward. We haven't come up with a name for it yet. Um, I was trying to come up with some sort of illiterate, illiterate, you know, A-F-F, but we'll see what we come up with. So any questions you have about the Yankees, please leave them in the YouTube comments of this video. And uh, we will answer them as best as we can. So thank you for watching Locked On Yankees. And thank you for making us your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.